Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to a special edition of the Frontier Beyond Fear live broadcast and podcast. Today, um, we are previewing Earth Day, which is tomorrow. I'm Susan Larison Dans, and today is Friday, April 21st, 2023, and Earth Day is Saturday. And I also want to let people know who are listening live, we are actually doing a bit of a practice today. That's why I'm here. And um, we are practicing with the chat room during the live show. So if you would like to go into the chat room, you are most welcome in there. And I see that it's working very well, and I'm very glad to see that. So, But we're also, as we're practicing, because I know, um, thank you to Blog Talk Radio for featuring this program on the front page while it's live. I so appreciate that for such a spontaneous program. This program, for those of you who um, maybe haven't heard it before, has been on the air for over a decade on Blog Talk Radio, and it's been here for quite a long time. And this isn't the first Earth Day episode that we have had over those years. As those of you who listen to this show know that nature is very near and dear to my heart. And I'm actually going to type in the chat here. Yeah. The chat is working great. I'm just going to, since we are doing a test of this today, Blog Talk Radio for my listeners. If you have not used the chat before, um, and this is a spontaneous show, so I know that um, jumping in the chat may not be something that you are prepared to do, but um, if you have not used the Blog Talk Radio chat before, um, all you need to do is get a free account on Blog Talk Radio. In fact, I'm actually helping a friend and showing her how to do this. And a, she's helping um, a, another speaker who also has a Blog Talk Radio show. And we're all helping together within the Blog Talk Radio community. And so what you need to do if you just want to chat, and some shows have live chats and some don't, um, is you simply get your free account, and then once you have a login, you can go to any show page that has a chat that's live, and you can just start talking in the chat. 
So, and it's just working great today. I'm so happy to see that because that is a part of the energy of Earth Day is new things, renewed things, the blossoming of new energy and trying new things. I'm going to check with my friend who's trying this because we are experimenting today. Um, I'm just going to... Okay, so we figured it out, so that's good. Um, But this is a real show today, and I do welcome you and those of you in the syndicates. I've recently added some new syndicates, so if you're listening on Spotify or you may be listening on iHeartRadio, where this show has been for a while, um, but Spotify is new, and there are some others. And I've also updated the Frontier Beyond Fear website, FrontierBeyondFear.com, to show a few of the syndicates, but not all of them, because there are a lot out there to choose from. And it's so interesting, because when I first started this show, and let me encourage you to... Um, Answering my friend's question. Again, we're doing a practice session, but we're also having a real show. This is a blog talk radio expansive exercise today, which is very valuable. Um, So um, if you go to FrontierBeyondFear.com, you can always see the latest episodes when I have the site up to date, which it is today. And you can see some of the syndicates. And this show generally, almost every week, broadcasts live Saturdays at 1 p.m. Pacific, 4 p.m. Eastern Time. And yes, I will be doing an Earth Day show tomorrow, which I will be entitling Loving Our Earth, which is very, very important to me. So, okay, I'm just thinking... My new friend here who I am helping. And, you know, we're all trying to get our word out about the healing energy in the world and just the miraculous energy that is real. And as those of you know, I came out of the scientific community and I have not left the scientific community because science is not independent from spirituality. Both are about the pursuit of truth. So the key is actually studying what is true. So, um, and in this show, we often talk about materialism, which is often confused with science. Um, Materialism is a much different thing. It is a school of science which insists that there can only be the material world and doesn't even open up the research to looking beyond the material. And as I've said many times as well, what a materialist would conclude about the a non-material observation is that perhaps we are in a computer simulation because it's a form of tunnel vision to only see technology as advancement as we get into the energy for Earth Day tomorrow. I was a child 
the first Earth Day. That was in 1970. I still remember we planted a tree. I was in kindergarten, I think. I was in elementary school. And the last I checked, that tree is still standing. In fact, there were a few of them that different classes were planting. And back in the 70s, we did feel that energy as children. People had this amazing, loving, flowing, freeing energy. And we were taught to care about and cherish the earth. In fact, as children, we didn't have, I'd never even seen a calculator. Can you believe that I was still in elementary school, a bit older, maybe fourth grade, might have been maybe second at the earliest, when my brother came home one day, handed me this object, and I said, what's that? And he said, it's called a calculator. That's how, apart from technology, we were. And I can tell you, even today, I hardly use my phone. I don't belong to the phone culture. I use it when I need to. I use it to take pictures of nature. In fact, all the pictures of nature that you see highlighted on the episodes of The Frontier Beyond Fear are those that I have captured with my phone when out in nature. When I was a child, I had a different kind of camera or different times in my life. So it wasn't unusual in those days to capture pictures of nature, but it was a much different experience in those days because you had a roll of film. So unless, and sometimes you might bring another one, but you actually couldn't change that roll unless you were in a darkened room. So you were very careful about what pictures that you took. You couldn't just take a whole bunch of pictures. I will say that aspect of technology I find very freeing. So, okay, we've finished our chat experiment, although the, the room is still open for anyone else who might like to come in um, and talk. We really need, and we'll talk about this more tomorrow as well, we have a lot to reflect upon this Earth Day. There is a lot of evidence. In fact, if you have heard of the Fermi Paradox, which asks how come we have not seen a lot of evidence looking out in our observation, how come AI from some advanced technological civilization hasn't found us? Let me tell you that I worked in AI early on. In fact, you are going to find that I'm going to be doing much more work related to AI and consciousness and responsible use of AI because I was there early on experimenting with the very types of things that allow the chatbots that you hear about, natural language. How could you develop 
that kind of technology, how would you model the world? That's what I was working on as an intern when I was in college in the 1980s. And the interesting thing about that, that is always a fun synchronicity, I was an intern and I had, this was years ago, I didn't know this person, but Greg Braden was working for the same boss and he was in a different building and only about 40 people worked for that boss. And um, I always find that to be synchronistic and encouraging in terms of being a part actively of the spiritual community. So, And I didn't know that until I talked to him one day some years ago because he would put in his book where he used to work. And I just asked him one day um, when I was at an event um, where he was speaking, um, I asked him about where he worked. And then we started talking. I knew things about that office. Nobody, I knew his bosses. He said, who did you work for? I told him, and that was his boss. <laughs> it was an incredible synchronicity. It is very natural for scientists who are genuinely interested in truth to be a part of the spiritual community. And we also gravitate towards the appreciation and love of the natural world. As to the Fermi paradox, if, thinking about how AI works and how it accelerates and accelerates, if you've heard about AI in the news recently, if there were all these civilizations out there, really any appreciably at all that were so technologically advanced, their AI would be so advanced, it would find us. People always say, you know, it wouldn't, be able, they wouldn't be able to see us. Well, actually, they can if they're of higher consciousness. That's a different way. We never think about extraterrestrials that way. And yet, what the evidence points to, and even on our own Earth, is that the technological phase is most likely only a step, and not every civilization is required to go through it. Industrialization is not a requirement for advancement. We have taken those steps. That then places us in more jeopardy. It places our planet in jeopardy. We can't back them out. I know there's all these harsh things that people say, oh, you know, um, you know, different kinds of theories and stuff. Let's not focus on dark things. We're here now. How do we learn to live in greater balance with our planet? But yes, we absolutely can mourn that we came this route, but we came this route as souls. We needed to learn the lessons that we needed to learn. And those lessons on planet Earth, on our soul journeys, involved developing technology. Unfortunately, it started with developing one kind of weapon after another, and viewing the earth as something to tame, something to dominate, not something to live in partnership with, something to to ravage, something that was like a little supply closet for us, and that's it. With you know, when I I when I think about um, you know the entire continent here, so often, and I've talked of this before too. So often we think that, oh, you know, only the redwoods 
um, and certain really older trees, you know, certain forests, those were the main forests in the North American continent or even in other parts of the world like Europe. And I know people do listen from many parts of the world. So if you're in South America, certainly any part of the world where there has been a pristine forest, and thankfully there are some parts where that is still true, these forests were much more widespread. And how hastily, you see these pictures of them cutting down these giant trees, these crews of men, and how how um, ignorant to think that they cut off such an incredible expression of life. They could only see progress in terms of material progress. This is the danger of materialism. When you are not part of a spiritual path which recognizes the omnipresence of the divine and your oneness with nature, you are not going to treat nature with respect. And yet, here we are in the future. The resources have been depleted. We have just violated this planet in just about every way we can think. And if it keeps continuing, if there was a nuclear war or just just having developed nuclear, now we hear, you know, they want to use more nuclear options, even if smaller, supposedly, to launch rockets. We haven't even figured out how to live on our planet, and now we're ready to go to others. The fact of the matter is, Materialism is not a productive goal. If other civilizations were so readily developing this and surviving, they would be everywhere. That's the Fermi paradox. Why aren't they? Why aren't they? I do believe they're out there because it's the spiritual beings who learn to live in balance with their planets. They may develop technology and somehow survive that age. They may become industrialized and somehow survive that phase. But I would tend to wager, unless there are planned quantum leaps on various worlds, which is very possible, in which case they would go quieter. They wouldn't need technology. How many of you, when I was young, I loved to read fantasy novels and science fantasy, which is kind of a science fiction combined with fantasy. And there were any number of of stories about magical worlds. Like there was, um, I think it was Pierce Anthony, in fact, I know it was, um, um, had a series of novels about these parallel worlds. One was had developed magic, and the other had developed technology. And it was how these two worlds interacted. Believe me, if your awareness can rise to accepting things like healing, real healing, to seeing that this is actually a magical, miraculous place, it is so far and away superior to anything that could ever be done with technology. That is true development. Those species who can expand their consciousness 
Well, no, there is no separation of time or of space. You want to know what else is in this multiverse? Well, they know about us, those that are higher consciousness. Of course they do. And I'm sure they are lending us their support. In fact, if you want to know the truth, what real omnipresence is, is that you are not separate from them. Yes, we are having our own experiences as souls. We are learning as souls. But so there is something to being who you are, being who you are and appreciating this time. But there is also that aspect of greater awareness, greater awareness where you can see beyond just this limited box of material reality, expanded consciousness. This is when the greater skills become available to a planet. Asteroid approaching? Well, use telekinesis. Done. Shield the planet energetically. Done. Need to communicate? Well, telepathy works. Why have we not developed or even cared about developing those higher skills? Healing. Healing. How many of us? We all have seen evidence of healing that cannot be explained. I would not be here in the spiritual community if not for my experiencing something very unusual, an awakening, and something that just went away. And the medical people couldn't figure that out at the time. It didn't seem so dramatic back then, but they were mystified. You know, it was a mistake, but if you had studied what it was, it would have been very difficult for it just to disappear. And I've seen it happen in other ways with other loved ones, even more dramatically. And so many other people, friends, people working in the spiritual community. We aren't even giving ourselves the chance to truly research these things the way that we need to as a world. All we value in the mainstream, so to speak, and often give lip service to to pretend like we value is materialism. Materialistic development, that's where it's at, and that's called science. Science is the exploration of reality. That's what science is. If we really cared about science, we wouldn't box it in. In fact, science is known in its history for just breaking boxes. Every time it thinks it knows a paradigm, something new is discovered. So we're not done with science, especially those of us who are determined to continue with our research and have seen things that are just so statistically improbable. We actually have a role to play, I think. Many of us, we certainly need to insist on continuing. On this day before Earth Day, these are my reflections. We can't undo what's been done. 
And a lot of things have happened here on planet Earth. But we can change how we feel about the beauty around us. Could we heal the Earth? Why do we only think about it materially? If we can heal ourselves, if we can heal one another, what makes us think that we couldn't heal the planet? Now, these forests, they're not here anymore, except they do exist on another timeline where they weren't cut down. That's another interesting aspect of the multidimensional world. There are multiple timelines. But here we are on this one, and so many of them are gone. As we enter into the energy of Earth Day, and some of you who are listening in other parts of the world, um, it's already Earth Day. Let's reflect. Do a healing reflection quietly. We need not put it into words. Imagine sending healing light to the entire earth. You know, the water experiments, remember those? Where water that has been prayed over changes? We can change. We need not lose hope. Remember, we are not caught up in the material trap. It's not a trap. It's an illusion. Miracles are real. Magic is real. The divine is real, inseparable from us and this beautiful planet. The earth is alive. Can we feel her? This was a brief episode today, although some of my episodes are about this long normally. Very spontaneous episode. If you're here for the first time, welcome. I know that um, we did our little chat experiment. We didn't quite get a chat going so quickly, not a very detailed chat, but at other times I know that chats are quite quite lively on some shows, and I'm sure we will see that. And occasionally I may start up another chat. But I do want to encourage you tomorrow on Earth Day, and I haven't set up this show yet, but on Earth Day I will be um, reading some things that poets have said about the Earth. I'll be doing some more spontaneous reflections, no doubt. Um, although I kind of got some of those done today, but I may be reflecting as well. I know I always do. And again, the topic tomorrow, and I'll define this show quite soon, is loving our earth. Our earth. It's not a possession. It's not a possession that we can do whatever we want to. It, it's almost, it's not even quite a child. It is a beloved. It's our beloved. As if it was a child. As if it was a parent. 
as if it was the most beloved being that you could imagine. It is our home. It's also alive. And we can feel that love as well because the divine works through the earth. The divine is everywhere. We have much to study as to how um, sentience works at that level. Maybe someday we'll be more interested in that kind of study. So I know the live show is is going down soon. Um, again, you can learn about this program at FrontierBeyondFear.com. And I totally welcome you here live tomorrow if you're able to be here. At, and you'll be able to just click on the, um, if you go to the FrontierBeyondFear.com page, or a lot of times before the show, this shows on the front page of Blog Talk Radio, you'll find that episode. And I welcome you here, or those of you listening in the podcast, you're always welcome across time. So I will see you tomorrow. Thank you for visiting this preview. Happy Earth Day. Let's welcome the energy of a beautiful, beautiful day. Thank you.